Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! Welcome to the Retrograde Video Game Podcast, where this week we talk about the most amazing game on the PS5 these days. Oh, very nice. Yes, my name's Andrew Bass, but with me as always is the bad boy podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Look out, here comes uh, Mikey Man Aaron Worth. <laughs> Mikey Man. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey Man. You know what's weird is, is I'm so what's used that? to the normal cadence of our introductions because we always record in person. We're, we're, we're doing it mm-hmm. remote this uh this time around because you're a little sick mm-hmm. boy and you didn't want to get I'm me sick. sick um that i well, in my mind i was like okay i've got my name locked and loaded that one's ready to go and i forgot that i have to say the intro of like what we're going to be talking about this week first and then by yeah. the time i thought about that then i fucking forgot what my name was going to be and i just had to swing with the punches i guess oh, yeah yeah that's pretty good we've done this i don't know a thousand times mm-hmm. and every time i say the first part and i go got it and then the next part goes, I go, I think I see this part. You're like, oh my God. It's amazing. How, how bad am I at this? I wonder if, if that's just like the fake until you make a thing, like everyone has that in them or if it does actually just become, you know, if we kept doing this for another 20 years, would it then be second nature? I don't know. Oh, I think it's, you know, it's like intentional, like where you'll screw up, the, you'll see somebody like screw up the words of the national anthem while they're singing before a basketball game or something like that. And you're like, you know, the words 100%. you're just, uh, there is like some self-defeating quality where you're like trying to uh, sabotage yourself. Whereas I think they're going to be strapping me down one flu cuckoo's nest style. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, welcome to the retrograde. And they're going to be like, oh my God, That's he's it. doing it again. Until, like that, they, those will be my last. They were my first words. A lot of people don't, don't know that. That's oh, why that's we named this yeah. podcast the retrograde. Yeah. 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 You're mute about till four, five, six years ago. So yeah. 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 And, and then people were yeah. really bummed out when I started talking. They, they almost got away with one. <laughs> this, all this anticipation for, oh, I wish we'd go back oh, to the no. days where I didn't talk. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. it's, uh, it's going to be, it's it, one of the most amazing games on the PS5 because we're talking about Spider-Man two. I can't wait to get into that. Similar to last week where we talked about Super Mario, Super Mario wonder, um, really happy i know i i had to do that like seven times on the recording as well our listeners love calling (laughs) us out when we mispronounce mario um and apparently or anything apparently it's a very well for for sure but apparently it's a very canadian thing to say mario i don't don't know why oh really yeah Yeah. no that's interesting maybe it's our proponent our 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 inkling to say a so we just want to pronounce the a hard mario i don't know who knows um, yeah, Mario. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man 2. I'm excited to get into it it's this close to Super Mario Wonder uh, because they're two very different games and two games that are different in a good way and a bad way. Playing them this close together really highlights the differences in those two games. So we're going to get into our deep dive thoughts on Spider-Man 2 in just a little bit. But yes, I've been yes. excited, Andrew, because in gaming news, I've seen a lot about uh, this this little game that that you've told me about i keep hearing about it from time to time it's called Fortnite, mm. and apparently oh, they're yeah. going yeah. the way yeah. of uh, world of warcraft and introducing the vanilla version of the game again and everyone's uh loving it uh, what tell me tell me what's going on in the world yeah. of Fortnite. yeah so it's called it's called Fortnite og mm-hmm. um and, and what does og stand your, for uh it, it stands it stands for other grandma other grandma yeah what was the first it's a mode of the game you wouldn't get it you wouldn't get it it's another mode of the game that's fine it's a code it's like us cool kids (sighs) me and you know what's so funny fortnite 2 in the beginning too we would have talked about like 
oh, me and the other 10-year-olds and stuff like that. And you're like, I don't think 10-year-olds play Fortnite anymore. I think it's all people in their 20s. I think a lot <laughs> like, of competitive games, honestly, I was finding that even with Overwatch in its later stages, I call it later stages, though it's already passed on, which in some ways I think it has. But it, <laughs> to, to you me, and your existence. Me it has. Excuse me. Um, the, the, is, is that a lot of people I was playing with, it, I think it's kind of like you get older and then you find your game or two that you just want to play consistently and that's it. Oh, um, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. 100% so they're playing their if uh, Fortnite OG came back original gangster which I this is such the weirdest co-opted term of all time um and uh it is is brought back to, to Island 1 uh mm -hmm. there has been many iterations of inside of inside of uh Fortnite there are different islands there's always one island at a time excuse me but it, it always changes uh, over time and inside of that there are seasons and chapters much like the bible and uh <laughs> the, the, seasons <laughs> in the bible yeah, yeah, seasons of the Bible, spring, yeah, yeah. you know, um, and uh, and as it evolves, the island changes, you know, quite wildly, and there are good chapters and bad chapters because of that. But the change is what draws people back, as much as you could sure. be the Terminator or what, maybe the Easter skin will be Jesus Christ Himself. Who knows? That and, be so cool. Uh, that would be so cool. Uh, and and because of that, uh, people have the game has dramatically changed over the years, right? I think it's been over six years now of, of Fortnite being out. And uh, and people have always asked, can we go back to the original island? The simplicity of the original island is yep. what people really liked. I only started playing when the second island was around. So I have no memory of the first island, but I was always very curious about it because I don't think you realize how much things have changed. Let's bring up our beautiful poet Frost again about how you can never go home again <laughs> because home has changed. And I would say, even though I'm playing Fortnite, the Fortnite I'm playing is not the Fortnite that you played. Uh, and I, I think there is something to that where near the end of the last season, they were talking every game ended with like everybody had mythic legend gold guns like six. Yeah. You're dropping all these like amazing things you're picking up. You know, it, it, it just got a little too much, which makes sense that over time you would just keep doing the most. You would try and keep rewarding people with stuff. They um, call it they call it in, in different forms power creep like an overwatch. Okay. They call it power creep where like in the beginning soldier 76 is what you needed to kill someone. And then by the end of it, Baptiste is more powerful than what soldier was when he first started you just keep right. making a more powerful character so you need to amp up everyone else's power or in this case you give someone rewards and then better rewards and then better and better and better see that makes total sense to me and it's like that in comic books another interest i have that you just gotta well then this guy's the bigger guy of the other guy uh you know maybe today's I, game even who knows good point that is a very good point so in this one they brought it brought it back and so like i said this is not a, this is not a time i play the game but it is whiplash like of how simple the game is now there are certain uh -huh. elements that they've taken with you like you can sprint and uh and slide and all these little things but the map itself and the droppings of the map of like in the chests and things like that in the 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 gifts and the receivables that you get are the same from the first island from chapter one. Oh, so even like drop rates for more valuable items and, and stuff like that yes and because of that okay there is so little heals and there's so little shields and so these firefights can end so quickly now and I, you know what i i would have found that annoying and i will say for the first day i was like what the fuck like one uh -huh. shot i didn't yeah. even see this guy coming and now i have i see how this was something that they really wanted so if everyone knows Fortnite, you 100 players drop onto an island the island uh, a storm is progressing so it slowly uh closes a circle of how many people can be inside that at one time and usually by the end you can get like 10 players in a very small circle that are trying to shoot each other right but it has been the firefights have been so short in in Fortnite OG that you're on like wave 3 where the 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 circle is huge and you're down to like three people that are trying to find each other because oh cool they're just eliminating each other so fast 
I will say it's really fun. The map is incredibly sparse. So now mm-hmm. with the, the older maps, you are dense with stuff. Like there are houses and trees and interactables and stuff every couple of feet. But that also creates cover. And so now in this other one, it's like a town or a tree and then nothing. And so you're kind uh. of looking out there and going, can I make this run? Can I make this run? And then you hear a gunfire like shit, shit, shit. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. I like that. I I think about that again. I I speak to you. The Rosetta Stone between you talking Fortnite and yes. me understanding is Overwatch. Like yes. the, the yes. way you talk about how much it's changed and all that. Um, I I you know that Blizzard oh. is looking at everything Epic is doing and and wondering how they can get a piece of that. And I think that they're probably going to revert to Overwatch vanilla at some point. Blizzard did that, as I mentioned earlier, with with the World of Warcraft as yeah. well already. And I think that there's a pining for it. Sure, Robert Frost, he told us, and we should have listened to him. You can never go home again. And there's a part of me that's like warning myself, like there are elements of original Overwatch that I absolutely hated. Reaper could only uh, life steal by killing someone and picking up orbs that only he can see. Only he could see. Symmetra was a support who couldn't heal anyone. Yeah. Like all these weird changes that I've now made uh, developed a nostalgia for. But in the in the in the moment, I was like, this fucking sucks. I would like to be able to go back and experience it, but not as the only available game. So my question to you is, Mm. is this OG release? Is this the season or is this parallel to something else that you can play for Overwatch? It's a limited time thing that they're doing. And I really think that is for the best. You have to keep people wanting. And clearly there were 6.6 million people that logged into Fortnite, uh, the highest ever on the first night of OG uh, Fortnite coming back. And so there is an appetite for it, but I think overfeeding these people will only go like, yeah, okay, I'm good. I'm never coming back again. Yeah. And then what they should do is in a year from now, bring back the, the second Island and then, you know, sure. kind of go from there. And then it becomes a, you know, an ever populating uh, cycle. An Ouroboros yeah. snake eating its tail. <laughs> yes, um, exactly. Let me ask you this. Cause you're, you're like, you're as, as done with overwatch as I am. I think at this point, um, yeah. if they released overwatch 1.0, um, you know, the game that we bought and now can no longer play, even yeah. if we wanted to. Yeah, that um, game. I know that game. Th- that game, that mm-hmm. game. Um, would you go back and play it? Would you reboot the servers <sighs> for it? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, Fortnite feels like something that's very alive. And this is uh-huh. a, uh, way stop that they're going like, isn't this interesting? Okay. Uh-huh. Let's go back to that other thing. And I go, I like that thing too. That's good. The Overwatch thing would have to be surrounded by people like you and other friends that are like, we're going to play Overwatch. You want to play? I'm like, mm-hmm. well, if you guys are going to play, I'll play with you. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I'm yeah. just going to like open queue, uh, quick play, you know, nah, maybe not. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the same thing that you're saying is like, you know, it gets people back and, uh, you know, uh, the Robert Frost of it all really is, is that, uh, <laughs> is that it's not poetry aside. It's to you. It's like a deep seated addiction so it's like maybe you know like i've been sober a couple of years i could probably have one bud light and your friend's like i don't know if you want to do that man and you're like no i'm good i got it i can do it that's that's honestly that's what i'm feeling i i worry that they will release an overwatch 1.0 because that will be the thing to get me back into it but andrew i got to give you an update on like my life without overwatch now at first it was great it was like Uh oh "Oh, i've got time for so many (laughs) other games this is fantastic lately i've been just like pining for that comfort food game in my life something that i can just like i'm like i got 30 minutes and i don't want to uh jump in with both feet into a new game with a story where maybe it's spider-man and and, you know an allusion to what we'll talk about later maybe i'm going to pick it up and it's going to be 30 minutes of me talking to harry instead of swinging around the streets of new york maybe i just want to play for 30 minutes in in overwatch like it's like i've i was a, a heroin addict 
And it, it was for a time it was great. And then it wasn't. And I kicked it. And my family's so proud of me. And I had so yeah. much time for other activities. Yeah. I worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got in shape. But now I'm looking back to like those days in the gutter. And I'm like, man, heroin felt pretty fucking good. It's I a think I might want to try it. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's like you have everything in the world that you've ever wanted. And you're like, yeah, but I just want my childhood sled. That's all I wanted. I, you know, I just want some tracks on my arms again, baby. Ooh, to ride that sled of, down. Sled. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I I agree with you. And it's so funny that uh, I did something very similar where I realized I was going to have some time on my hands with a laptop in front of me and not much to do. And I was like, well, I could read or, you know, do other mm. things that are productive of my time. But I downloaded Stardew Valley for a half second. Oh, amazing. And I, and I love Stardew Valley. It's a very adorable, calming game. Like there's, it's not very stressful uh, and it's good. And then I, I played a little bit, you know, a couple hours just like here and there. And I accidentally loaded the wrong. I only have two saves. The one I was currently playing and one from years ago. And uh -huh. I loaded that one up and I saw how far I was. And I'm like, oh, and it just ruined the experience completely for <laughs> no, me. And I just no. abandoned it. I just quit. I don't think. But, you know, funny enough, I'm going back and playing backlog stuff. I am finishing uh, Far Cry 6. Do you remember me playing that? Do you remember I me remember playing you Far playing Cry that. 6. Yeah. You're visiting wow. your old friend Giancarlo Esposito, the voice yes. of Lex Luthor in, uh, in uh, Harley Quinn. Yes, that's the thing he's known for. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, well uh, yeah, absolutely. Everyone else is like, who are you talking about? <laughs> uh, and uh, and yeah, I finally was like, we were talking about backlog stuff. And I'm like, I was so close to finishing. What was I doing? Yeah. But yep. if I if, uh, if 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 any of you uh, D pads remember, it was because I'd play four, four cry. Oh, boy. Far Cry 4 and Far Cry uh -huh. 5 immediately back to back and finished them both. Yeah. And then I completely burnt myself out in the series while playing, trying to play six that had just come out. The same thing I did with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. So yes. I'm going to go back and uh, play that now. And you're, you're liking it again? Yeah. You know what? It, it's, I'm in the middle of <laughs> what a great way to answer that. Well, you know, um, is, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, but that's kind of comfort food in its own way. Like all the Far Cry games are relatively similar. It's like they just changed the season on you. It really is. It, it it really is. It's also on an island, so I feel very comfortable. But it's it's a lot like uh, it's a lot like Spider Man or other games similar to this. Where yes, I could go after a main story, I could finish it if I wanted to, but the world is littered with stuff to do, and so there is something very relaxing of going. Well, if you want to spend time here, you can spend time here. You can help yeah. the villager, or uh, there's there's cockfighting, or there's you know this, or there's that, and you're like, okay, so I've got tons of stuff to do. It depends on how much uh, at what pace I want to finish this game at. Sure. Yeah, I, 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 those are games that I did really like. I worried that with, with you having put it down for so long, something similar to what happened with Batman Arkham Knight would happen to me where uh, like I was yep. so close to the ending and picking it up, you know, the, the way those games work is they set you up with a pretty basic amount of available, uh, abilities and then you build up and build up abilities, gadgets, et cetera, et cetera. So combat gets super complicated if, you, but, but you only, Re like retain all of the information about how to play those games because you slowly built up that knowledge if you take a big enough break you forget everything about those games and uh, beating arkham knight was nearly impossible for me because i had like the last final encounter and no memory of how to actually play right. the fucking game yeah i i gotta tell you the only reason i bring it up though is because i feel like i was having a stroke because i i played it and the level that i was uh had on my map as a waypoint to go to so i was like oh i'm going there okay great it's a huge map right um and so I'm going towards that place. Uh, it starts and it goes, you can't turn around once you start this mission. And I was oh, like, no. <laughs> I don't remember this part of the game. Like never really give me that prompt before. Right. Yeah. It then goes into an, uh, the intro for stranger things with the theme song and, Wait, and what one for one, but it said something different it said far cry vanishing or something like that. But <gasps> the theme song, the writing, the text, the logo. And I went, 
And I, I sat there for 10, like legitimately <laughs> bracking my brain going, was there a tie in that did, was this theme? Did I wait? Is this wait, wait. And I was just like, am I having out, a stroke? Yeah. I was like, what, what did I miss here? No, there seems to be some kind of tie in because you do visit the other side and I, it's, uh, oh, it's a whole so thing. Weird. So, uh, yeah, it, not to, uh, taking breaks can really trip you up, especially when you're on a very, uh, meta fourth wall breaking levels like that one. Yeah, I would have like I would have started to panic like I forgot what life was like. That's the feeling <laughs> that that would give me like I for, I lost the 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 ability to discern what button presses will get me. I'm just like, yeah. I didn't know I was in Netflix right now. How did I get? Is there a Netflix integration with Far Cry? Yeah. Like, how did this? Yeah, that's what I thought. I went to the nearest mirror and touched it. And I went, OK, no, I'm good. <laughs> OK, I think I'm good. Well, you also love taking red pills, right? And that's just political in nature. I do. Yes, that's mostly. Yeah, I, I have a wild misunderstanding of the analogy of taking a red pill. And I, I'm even though the creators have told me to fuck off many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. These I these uh, 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 the trans creators of the Matrix world were definitely siding with uh, uh, the Republican agenda when they made the Matrix. <laughs> this is this is 100 percent what happened. Yeah, it's not at all a story of self-discovery uh, uh, and, and corporate sabotage. There's no way there's no way it has anything to do with it. Yes. And uh, identity changing. And yeah, I know. I know yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the mm -hmm. Matrix. Some some of the best movies, love them. The best. The um, best. I want to speaking of backlogs and all that stuff. Uh, uh, one game that has been notably absent from our conversations is Alan Wake Two, a game that uh, you and I kind of talked briefly yeah. about earlier. Like we really want to give this game a shot. I think we that do. game may be next on my list because so many people whose opinions that I uh, respect have been telling me it's a fantastic game. Um, I, I, all all over uh, Twitter and the internet. I think you've been yeah. seeing kind of the same thing. That horror plus Twin Peaks seems like very very good, oh. but. Um, uh, you, you mentioned earlier, it's one of those, like, I guess just wait for it to go on sale kind of things. I, I don't know. I know, you know, it's so, it's so sad that the, the part of this podcast that I think hurts our own gaming is we just did scary month yes, and now it's like, well, when am I going to pick up Alan, Alan Wake too? I'm like, well, wait, no, I got like wonder and Spider-Man two and all this other yep. stuff that I felt like I was holding back on and now doing it. But I, I keep hearing such, such good things that it's yeah. even making me doubt my own strategy on that one. Yeah, you doubted your sanity when you played Far Cry. You doubted your, <laughs> like, this is, uh, it's that in Killer Frequency was another game that I really oh. wanted to play, like a scary game. And I'm just like, you know, you get out of the scary month. I'm like, thank God I'm on this side of it. And now I never want to go back. But honestly, my relationship to video games right now, I realize like I, I collect digital copies of video games the way most people collect like vinyl records yeah. and just like buy them and keep them in their library maybe never listen to them but having it is what matters like the best case scenario for me is is i buy alan wake on sale so that i can see that it's in my library and legitimately probably never play it maybe maybe i will uninstall a game another game on my console that i haven't finished so i have yeah. space to put alan wake in there so that i can look at it installed and and feel good that if i if i wanted to play alan yeah. wake i could yeah. but i'm still not gonna play it like it's I, I don't understand this relationship i have like the buying is better than the playing or the only thing i can do based on how much time i have i'm surprised you haven't become a sucker for microtransactions then you're just like oh Oh, oh, buying that oh. little dopamine. Oh, give me that dopamine. <laughs> oh, I need, need a new skin. Bring back Overwatch loot boxes. You can see the 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 end of Overwatch loot boxes and my end of that game. They're, they're pretty close. <laughs> yeah, tied one to one. Yeah. 
pretty much one to one. Um, uh, but my, my, uh, my death of Overwatch was not nearly as tragic as the death of Aunt May or Uncle Ben in the universe of the video game we're going to be talking about today. It's Spider-Man 2, baby. Insomniac's yeah. version. Let's, uh, do a Wikipedia disambiguation. This is not Spider-Man 2, the movie. We are oh. not singing Hero by Josie Scott, huh. although we would love to be Josie Scott and Chad Kroger. Why did I, I watch say. that movie again? Cause it rips. Andrew, yeah. I was going to say. That's why. Don't apologize for that to anyone, including yourself. Watching Spider-Man 2 is always a good call. Movie's so good. You get to hear Hero, and that's the greatest song ever made for any movie of all time. Um, uh, (laughs) Spider-Man 2, Andrew, a game that was uh, high up on yours and my most anticipated games of 2023, developed by Insomniac, published by Sony, the same familiar story, released on October 20th of 2023. Right now... um, I'm curious, based on 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 your experience with the game and what you've seen out there in the media, I don't know if you've visited Metacritic or if you pay much attention to that. Where do you think this game is sitting uh, from a Metacritic point of view? Uh, that's a good question. I think it's getting from what I seem generally positive, like overwhelmingly positive reviews, not generally positive. So I'm going to say 90 percent. That's spot on. That's exactly where we're at. Is that we're it? At 90%. Wow. 90% on Metacritic. Uh, Game Informers a 9.5. Informer. Thanks very much. Uh, Famitsu a 38 out of 40. Famitsu. And IGN. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> don't do, we don't do that with everyone? No, that's pretty good, actually. What, what are you going to do for this one? IGN? IGN. <laughs> I think, Andrew, um, just uh, Elliot, can you stop recording for a sec? Idiot. Um. On? I so the first one actually the Famitsu one that actually made me laugh that wasn't even a, a fake laugh like I usually have to do um, okay well. it was it was that was pretty good uh, there's two issues that I had with the IGN one uh-huh. it was it took yeah. you way too long to say anything you froze up like you had you know, another the, stroke there was a couple pauses since Far Cry there was like pauses on the music sheet before it started. Okay, because that's interesting. Usually the music sheet just, it starts because the music just begins when the music begins. Sure, sure. If that's, it's pretty, it's a pretty straightforward, yep. You know, you're, I, I get it. Like you're, you're a, a genius when it comes to these things occasionally. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm it's, a musical it's also genius. Not only the pause, but it also didn't, I don't even, I'm, I have already forgotten what it was you did to music, to musicalize IGN. Oh, that's what you did? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. Oh, you liked it? If I just turned oh, into a word? That's actually really good. Andrew. So not just don't use the, the acronym, just use the word. Engine. Yeah. Yeah, that's Honestly, that's pretty good. I think I think no more notes. I And I apologize because I <laughs> think hey, I just missed it. You know what? People. Hey, you're just trying your best. I get it. We got to get bang for a buck here. We got a whole production team. We got to, you know, make it worth it. Elliot, uh, let's let's roll again. That's, that's my bad, everyone. I hey, didn't no realize problem. I'm working with a fucking genius over here. Not every day. IGN gave it an 8 out of 10. Now... That's kind of interesting to me uh, as, as a review, an 8 out of 10. And I think, you know, once we have a chance to, to fully digest it, uh, uh, we can talk about what may have caused a review that's, you know, for IGN, I think considerably lower than the average usually yeah. is. They're, they're usually skew on the higher side. I was going to say, um, yeah, not notoriously yeah. hard markers usually. No, exactly. Exactly. So this, this kind of surprised me a little bit. And, uh, uh, you know, we'll get into some of the reasons why in a little bit. Uh, the story, this takes place, uh, this one 10 months after Miles Morales. And just to get, uh, to, to catch the audience up, Andrew, on our history with sure. Spider-Man and uh, Miles Morales, um, 
what were your uh, just catch us up briefly your thoughts on spider-man uh from on ps4 back when you played it yeah spider-man one i think was our game my game of the year excuse me uh that year i absolutely loved it uh it's it, it really brought to light you know spider-man probably my favorite superhero comic of all time uh comic book character of all time i don't think i'm alone in that one so it's not like a unique uh, statement but to bring to life what i thought my spider-man was supposed to be in new york and making it fun i just was over the moon with it i loved it and, so much and your spider-man you mean peter parker yeah yeah only yeah, yeah. peter parker very <laughs> <Okay>. importantly <laughs> yes. uh i know he's wearing a mask but i know i know and that's important uh yeah um <laughs> uh then then i so much so i i loved it so much i bought the dlc uh that mm-hmm. came with it uh, i forget what that was like hammerhead or something like that i forget what it was yeah, the, um, largely forgotten once miles morales came out which was essentially more dlc for it but yes there was the the dlc for uh for spider-man yeah it was with black cat like yeah it, yeah whatever and um and then and then miles morales came out and uh yeah that was you know phenomenal as well and and phenomenal for a whole different reason it gets to tell the same story in such a different perspective and and yeah. it also brings what is so much fun about miles morales is it brings back the spider-man story to what i think most of us remember it as is a high school kid you know or a yeah. younger younger guy that is experiencing the world uh even though their story is very very different uh but those those troubles of you know trying to talk to girls and like all this guy you know trying to negotiate many tasks oh. in your life is, <laughs> that's good yeah 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 what are we yeah, laughing yeah. about no uh, yeah yeah like we had trouble talking to girls <laughs> like sure yeah 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 no you never had trouble talking to girls oh oh are we are we we're, we're doing a thing now uh no, oh yeah thing. no you can just tell the hey, truth wait, you talk to girls? no andrew they all wanted to fucking suck me god they all wanted to they all wanted to do that to you yeah, I guess if you're saying we had trouble talking to girls, it's because they didn't want to talk. They just wanted to fucking suck me. Yeah, I even, guess when even, you put it that way, yeah. it was hard to talk to them. Wow, because they were too busy. Fucking and sucking me. Yeah, Do I need they, to repeat they, myself? No, no, I don't. I think you made yourself incredibly clear that, they, that, that your view on women. <laughs> I was. It's not my view of them. Oh, yeah. It was my experiences <laughs> crystal clear with them the way I remember high school and all oh, of God, my that's high school to you. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. Man. That was high school. Yeah, man. Uh, that was explains, high school. That explains you a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, no, 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 no. I wasn't, I wasn't making up excuses because I was too scared to go to parties in people's basements because I was worried there would be dance music. Andrew, I would never make up an excuse. <laughs> I would never do that. I was too busy <laughs> letting people fucking suck. If they wanted, I would let yeah. them do it. You weren't a participant. You were just you were just the object of the of the fucking and sucking. Yeah, I was a participant. I would participate in making someone's dreams come true, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny? The thing you're doing now is what a kid in high school would do if they were like, <laughs> yeah, I talk to women all the time. Like, yeah, my girlfriend is from another high school and we just suck and fuck all the time. And you're like, <laughs> like way too specific. You're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, fuck yeah. is this guy's yeah. bro? Oh, you watched one porn video and you're like, that's what you're supposed to do with your significant other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 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 but yeah, no, no. And the Miles Morales is a great story. And like, I think we're, you know, if you didn't read comics now, you're all the more familiar with it, with the, the Spider-Verse stories. But to do, you know, to be able to play the game too, I think was just such like a, 
it wasn't repetitive, which is the most amazing part. It was a really yeah. nice expansion into the world. And, and Miles the first Morales fight, you're talking about. Specifically. Miles Morales yeah, on yeah, top of the yeah. Spider-Man one. Right. Yeah. And so when they announced Spider-Man two and they're going to be together, you just thought, oh, that's not that's not too much. I get how this uh-huh. could work. So, yeah, that's yeah, where that's, I, that's where I was going at to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a proven formula. You know, Insomniac is great with I I, I champion Insomniac all the time. I think they're yeah. the best in the business at making games fun. They understand what fun is in video games. And uh, I, I same thing when they announced uh, Spider-Man 2, I was honestly less excited i was very i'm like look of course i know i know this game is going to be good because yeah. i know what 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 we're basing it off of i know they're not going to stray too far from it um but i felt like the experience i had in particular with miles morales which which spoke to me a lot more i didn't even finish the original spider-man one. Oh wow uh, no but i i but i did finish miles morales and i fucking adored it uh it was it was one of my favorite contained game superhero games that i that i had ever played and i do kind of consider it its own game beyond just dlc uh really showed off the power of the ps5 as well that's what i got it on but uh uh, so when spider-man 2 came out i kind of thought the same thing i'm like the stories have been established now they don't have the origin to keep you entertained which the origin uh, of a superhero is always such like a guaranteed uh uh interest point that it's almost cheap now Um, so I was worried that they wouldn't be able to maintain the story. I thought Insomniac had a lot of work to do to keep the momentum going. And, uh, I think they, they pulled out a lot of stops in order to keep this entertaining. So, uh, that, that's kind of sets the stage for what our experience would be with, with Spider-Man 2 coming into it. Yeah, that's, Um, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Some, some, some brief differences, which we'll kind of touch on, uh, as we go, uh, one of the main ones is to the combat. There's a parry mechanic. Now every game needs a parry mechanic. Uh, you have web wings because the, the game was kind of expanded so much that, uh, you know, there's more burrows. New York is more fully realized. You can cross the river. And because of that, you obviously can't swing across the river. So you have to be able to, to fly. And then that flying can be incorporated throughout all of your traversal in New York city and web lines, other gadgets, things like that. And then obviously some, uh, some new venom power, not venom electricity like miles Morales has, but like the symbiotes powers, Symbio. uh, 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 changes combat quite a bit in this, um, Andrew, some, some initial impressions from your end of Spider-Man Two. compare it to Spider-Man one or not. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on the game so far? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I, I'm amazed that there are the amount of changes that there are, and yet it still feels so much at its heart. Uh, all the parts that we liked about the original game, they yep. just expanded on it. Now that can get games in trouble in the past where all you do is just like, it's slightly bigger. And you're like, Oh no, that's not good enough. You know, Whatever yeah. this this does feel very different and it feels so smooth and seamless. Um, you know, it's kind of got the GTA thing of switching between characters, uh, which works great because there's no loading screen. The fast travel really works. But, you know, I, I something we're going to bring up later. Who cares about that fast travel when traveling through New York is so much fun? So let's talk about that now. Um, the best part of these games is traversal. And I remember this goes back to the original Spider-Man game on the PS2, not the original Spider-Man game, but the first one to incorporate actual web slinging through a real New York City. Um, The promise of that was so far beyond scope of anything we would played at that point. You know, you could drive around cities in a Grand Theft Auto, but you couldn't swing around cities, you know, attach webs to buildings and things like that. Um, This is that's the most fun part of the game for sure. The speed and momentum incorporating the web wings is a risk because it changes it takes away some of the requirements of of navigating the city streets 
with the trade-off that you can get places much faster in a much bigger city. At first, I'm like, fantastic. What are your thoughts on the web wings after spending some time with it? The the shine is yeah. kind of worn off a little bit. Do you like them? Do you dislike them? Do they add? Do they subtract? Where do they fit into the equation for you? They're fine. I don't know. I I, yeah. I think it's I think they're fine. I I would fear when there's going to be naturally a Spider Man three. Uh, if this goes further, if it becomes even more of a thing, where they expand uh-huh. even more traveling uh, options, I would worry about that. It's fine for what it is, I think, now, because uh, there is it is a huge amount of map. But like between the fast travel and the wings, I don't know. That's fine. But I don't think it I don't think it takes away from the game for me. What about you? Yeah, I, I kind of I worry because I, I, you know, one of the big things I say about open world games is when you expand the scope of it, you yeah. need to work really hard to avoid the game feeling bloated. And I know that it's still just gameplay you know you find these little wind tunnels to get you through across the river but if i if i track a mission and it's across the river i'm so likely not going to go do that mission the (laughs) flying just feels like it look i know there's no loading screens in the game but i can't help but feel like if there aren't then what is this that i'm doing right now you know Uh, like okay that is basically Mm. a loading screen because i'm waiting to get from one point to another it's not fun to to fly over the over the river and honestly you know i'm not a game designer i don't know what the solution is to that but i do know that they've expanded the map and made portions of travel less fun i also feel like there's this temptation when i'm when i'm going through the city to just speed as fast as i can get above the 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 uh the buildings and just fly yeah and while that can be fun when you achieve it it also feels not like spider-man and it's yeah. definitely not as fun as swinging through the city. I'm spending way less time swinging through the city and like and and cornering buildings and all that stuff. And you know what it reminds me of? In Arkham Knight, they had the the kind of the web shot that you could do or the the slingshot yeah. and that would like shoot you up buildings and then glide. That's and, and I remember that coming out and me saying like, you know, for everyone who loves traversing in Spider-Man, like this feels pretty similar with it. It wasn't one to one, but a lot of people were like, it's not as fun as web slinging. You're not going in and out of the buildings. Now that's basically how you get around in Spider-Man 2 right. and and Arkham Knight. And I think this is going to be kind of a theme of of the episode for me, at least. Arkham Knight already did it. And and uh, and and I, I, I wonder whether this newness that it contributes to the Spider-Man universe is only exciting because it's new to that universe. But it, does it take away from the feeling of Spider-Man? And I kind of think it does. Hmm. That's really interesting. You know, it's funny. We talked about the IGN or the IGN, uh, you know, review and the <laughs> 8 out of 10. And part of the review that they knocked it was saying that, you know, even though it is bigger, the map and New York is bigger, three to five boroughs are represented, uh, that, y- that the New York is not developed enough, um, sure. which is, yep. I don't know. I found it to be a little interesting that I'm like, oh, it's not developed enough yet. I've also seen all these clips and, you know, whatever of these NPCs and you could sit there for 40 minutes and hear a conversation and it doesn't repeat. And you're like, yeah, yeah. well, that's weird. Like how in the world did they do that? Yeah. Um, but I, I understand what they're saying a little bit. It is also kind of fo- photorealistic. The number of people that I know that live in New York and have found their apartment in the game is kind of crazy. That's cool. So that's really cool, I, which is really cool. Uh, creepy, but cool. Uh, <laughs> cause that means like some guy outside was like, like just like yeah i guess sketching. you have to place each building or like going by map quest or something like that yeah. like i don't know how yeah, that yeah. works some yeah. kind of google van that drives around new york and yes it's yeah. for spider-man um you know so like i i get both sides that eventually you know it's no different than what we're talking about fortnite the other things get power what do you call it? power creep or something like that like uh, things yeah, are gonna get creep. bigger 
So you got it like, you know, kind of keep amping it up. But let's not forget, you know, one of the things that was Spider-Man, especially with Marvel, is called street level, street level heroes, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that are not going to space and doing things like that. They're like, he's the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And yep. you can't get that far away. This, like I was saying, I'll allow. We start going more than this, then I'll start going, uh-oh, we got a problem here. So I, that, that, you talk about something like narrative dissonance in a game. Yeah. And what yeah. you said, like, really speaks to some of my experience with the story and the gameplay in this. Okay. There's so much more power you have as Spider-Man now. There's so much more that you're doing. You, you know, you, you're opening encounters with Sandman and you're taking out this building-sized monster. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, an hour or two later, you're Miles Morales helping someone propose to their partner for the prom yes. because their screen runs out of energy and like in the background there's a fucking robbery going on and i'm like don't worry i'll help you propose like like i understand that they're trying to ground spider-man but Spider-Man. it just it but is like is that is that spider-man like like helping turn a tv on in a really like what i gotta say like the the narrative of that of that side mission specifically just to focus on this one specifically yeah. for the brooklyn visions quest where miles has to help out his his friends um the narrative of it is just uh 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 that very typical typically written character who's like everything has to be perfect and i have to d- d- do this thing and oh this thing is wrong spider-man yeah. i need your help yeah. and then something goes wrong and then the gameplay of it is you just like attaching like a generator to a screen and then and the payoff is boring. And uh, I'm like, that feels like bloat to me. And it feels like a narrative dissonance when so much is going on and I'm taking these weird breaks that wor- does that work for you in a spider? Like your Spider-Man's your villain, your, your hero. Like I, I, I don't, I don't mean to take away from that, but it just didn't work for me. Oh, I'm, don't worry. I don't think it personally, I didn't make the game. I, I just, <laughs> uh, I, and if I did, I'd be horribly offended. Uh, but is it, no, I think where the game, if we're, you know, we'll get into bigger picture stuff later, but like if the game was going to fail in one way or another, it is in its side quests. And I, yeah, and yeah. I don't even care about the context of the side quests because I think for the most part, most side quests are kind of stupid in games. Like I think they always are, um, uh, you know, hanging on to some huge narrative story. And it's, it's always yeah. going to feel silly, uh, by, by comparison. Now, maybe that works more in Spider-Man than anything else. Like, I think that's why like GTA or, or some game that's trying to be funny, trying to as a key one is, <laughs> uh, is that, is that they try and make it as stupid as possible because they're like, I understand this has no consequence in your life. Like, so I took my hot dog, you know, like, yeah, and then you're yeah. like, I gotta get this guy's hot dog. Um, and you blow him up with like a rock launcher or something like that. Nice. Uh, is uh is this one this is what people would come to spider-man with though like the the thing is i do get the idea that you have to fight uh uh, an alien and then at the same time somebody's like my cat went missing and he's like okay um yeah (laughs) let me try and figure that one out uh cool you know so i do get part of that but i do get that as a user or the user of of spider-man or the controller that they would feel so inconsequential. You're like, why am I doing this? This is so silly. There is that, no, that's that's exactly it. There is a tongue-in-cheek element that I think Insomniac is aware of where it's yeah. like, isn't it so silly that you're doing this? But it's yeah. really hard to reconcile that with the fact that Miles Morales is taking it so seriously. Um, there is no, like the tongue-in-cheek isn't like, I can't believe I'm fucking doing this. When I, like, it's it just feels like <laughs> the stakes are so baffling to, yeah. to me. And this, this also goes to like a general issue with, with Spider-Man in general. Um, um, and this is the last negative thing I'm going to say for a bit, because I do have a lot of very positive things to say about the game. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just wanted to, this, this is just some gameplay and story stuff out of the way. The is, is the fact that this is the, the drum that 
keeps getting beaten for Spider-Man is they try to ground the humanness of Spider-Man where like Peter Parker is like dirt poor, can't hold down a job, this and that. You gotta have a way to monetize this dude. Like that's on you. Like I can't imagine that money is so either take one small stack of cash from a bank, ask a bank owner for it, ask a a restaurant owner for a little bit of a kickback, like whatever it is, you can't, Tony Stark should be able to monetize this somehow. Miles well, no, Morales, just give him a loan. like just like hey buddy. Oh, can true. I just, yeah. Can I get like can I take a stipend or something like that? Not or, even uh, a loan. Yeah, put him yeah. on a commission or something like yeah, that. Yeah, seriously. Like the the and and then Miles's mom is like she knows that Miles Morales is Spider Man and she's like I know you're out there literally saving lives, but like what about your college application? College fucking applications. Like not everyone fits into that box, dude. You got fucking Spider Man as a son. Forget about college. Why is college in your mind at that point? Like, I know th- that makes no sense to me. But you know, parents are parents, though. I, I do. I don't know. That one doesn't. I don't know. That one doesn't stick to me. You could be the greatest like baseball prospect of all time. They're like, finish your degree, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make three hundred million dollars. You're like, but no matter how fast you can throw a baseball, Andrew, <laughs> you're not gonna stop a bank robbery like that. You're not gonna. Well, this is, this well, a, well, maybe. Yeah, I guess I could be the baseballer, and you know, I could like just go. <laughs> It's <laughs> just a hard cut to three people getting knocked out by a curveball. Um, a, such a curveball that like curves around the bank. Too, oh like, yeah, the like 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 I'm fucking uh, 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 Angelina okay. Jolie and wanted. Yes, or I'm Randy Johnson and they're a bunch of birds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, yeah. So I, I that one doesn't bug me enough because you do need to ground the story in whatever way possible. And I, I like I also get that like. Miles and something that, you know, maybe they didn't bring up enough or whatever is that, you know, his dad just died. And yeah. uh, like, I would understand that his mom's like doing everything she can to ground him a little bit and yeah, like maybe to bring normalize his experiences and yeah, all that stuff. He died as a police officer and she's about he's about to become some kind of law enforcement of some kind. And she's yeah. like, no, you're just as yeah, much yeah. as you are superpower, you, you can get shot in the head, you know? Yeah. I, don't know. I, I, yeah, no, I, I get it. And there's, there's reasons for it. It just feels very inconsequential. I think as a parent, and this, this goes out to all the parents out there who have superheroes as children. Yeah. You also need to let them know that it's okay if they feel an obligation to save lives instead of get higher marks. You know what I mean? Like you got to help totally. them balance that out. Also, like try not to plan parties around high crime times or That's like true. obligations in which they need to be a good family member. Yeah, you know, or they, maybe give them a pass every once in a while when they don't yeah, show if up. If they need to leave your uh, uh, a planned meeting between you and your new boyfriend, um, um, it's probably for a good reason because they need to save a life. You know, yeah. your your dinner party is not that important. Or you can't just go like, hey, son, can you did you remember to pick up that cake on the way here? And then they don't, or it's very sloppy because it's clearly was web swung all the way across uh-huh. the city. And then you yeah, go yeah, like, yeah. Oh, what happened to this cake? You're like, you know what happened to this cake, mom? You know I what was happened swinging to this around. Cake. I was late because I had to save human beings. It's not about the cake, mom. It's about the fact that this cake is a little smushed instead of a civilian's head through the arms of reptile. Like I have yeah. to save this person. Yeah. Like Jennifer won't remember her quinceanera, but that woman, that other lady's life is saved because of me. Okay. Just want to relax. Jesus. But I don't Christ. know the quinceanera though. That, that is important. It's an important time in a woman's an life. Important time. Um, yeah. so, so Andrew, uh, I, I do, I want to, I want to just do a little palate cleanse here. Cause I feel like I've been, I've been negative on the game. Um, mm-hmm. this game is so fucking fun. This game feels it's so, so good fun. to play. It it's is so much fun in spite of the glitches here and there, which there are a few, I I'm a experiencing few. more in Spider-Man than a lot of the other newer releases where they're saying they're like really, really bad glitches. I've had the most glitches in Spider-Man. 
outside of which, Project Red, yeah, I think this is the most that I've Yeah, yeah, I've Cyberpunk, faced. yeah. Um, this is, this is, uh, uh, but with that said, you know, glitches are just a, a part of all major releases day one. Um, the game itself is just, it's so free flowing. Mm-hmm. I love every so often if I get a little bogged down with combat or, or the story, just swinging around aimlessly in the city is enough to entertain me for like 15, 20 minutes. It's such a fun experience doing that. I, it was enough that like when I, when I was done with number one, the story, I would go start it up again, just to like swing around and fight some crime and stuff like that. Like be Spider-Man. Like some of that is just like just as much fun as the actual game. And that's why when you have to do these like insane side quests, you're like, you know what? I'm kind of just good being Spider-Man. Like that's kind of also a lot of fun. And so it kind of accomplishes the most important part of any video game. Do you enjoy being in the video game? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there are so many games that we play where there are levels or characters or, you know, um, you know, kind of negative things that, that that take away from parts of the game. And you just kind of go, Oh, I just got to grin and bear and just get through this. And then I'll go back to enjoy the game. I don't really ever feel that about Spider-Man because the worst case scenario is I just go, you know, swing to Brooklyn or something like that. That's a lot of fun. It's true. And the thing I always complain about with open world games is you end up with this map with a lot of marks on it and you just have to go to them to get rid of the marks on the screen. There's something about the way Insomniac designed the map and the, your visual field. I, I never use the map. You can see where all of the hidden objectives and obstacles and uh, taking photos is one of the collectibles and, yeah. and finding spider little spider bots is one of the collectibles and uh, those and prowler rooms, all this stuff. Yes. All of that is visual. When I'm swinging, if I swing above the buildings, I can see around me where they all are and they're all within striking distance. So I'm never like it's not like Koroks and Zelda where I never know where oh. they're going to be. And you yeah. just wander around aimlessly until you find a place where they might be. It's like I'm going somewhere with a purpose because it's on the way and I can hit one, two and three. I know it's not yeah. going to take more than yeah. five minutes of each of them. And it's yeah. just a really satisfying feeling because the traversal in and of itself is great. Similar to what I say about Death Stranding is like if if traversal and Death Stranding weren't exciting in some weird way, which sounds like a backwards thing to say, given how complex it is, if that weren't good enough in and of itself, then the game would fail. And I think Spider-Man's the same thing. And in spite of all of the uh, pressure that's put on making sure it's perfect, they kind of nail it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. you. If the open world game is not fun to travel in, it's not fun. Yeah. And, you know... This is fun because the actual method of travel is fun, which is kind of unique. I know we, uh, I know it's your least favorite game of all time, but Red Dead Redemption 2, <laughs> I like riding the horse. Horse riding is tough, it, clearly in video games, because every other yes. game fucks it up all the time. But also, something is happening all the time, so it makes it feel lived in. So you go, oh, I have no problem taking my time to go. What is this? You know, what is yep. that? And the same thing with Spider-Man. You're having fun traveling, and you go, uh, there's a robbery over there. Do I do that? No, no, okay, I'm going to keep going. Well, okay, I saw this, you know, kind of thing, which, you know, it's... <laughs> I know it's a condensed version of New York and I know New York is New York, um, but like the most crime ridden place of all time. It's kind of like yeah. Batman. Like why would anyone ever live in Gotham? <laughs> like, true, true, like true. why, why, why it's, it's something, you know, like every night they, uh, the whole, whole news hour would be about beheadings and chemical explosions. And like, there, Gotham's you know, the only place where plants. the news actually tells good stories. Cause they yeah, they're like, we have to have a break. They're like one person found a balloon today. And they're <laughs> yes. like, Oh, <laughs> Where's, yeah, exactly. Whereas like they're just sweeping dead bodies down the sidewalk and like <laughs> another day in Gotham, you know, like what am I going to do? Not nary a single one did Batman kill uh, because he doesn't do that. Same with Spider-Man. By the way, combat um, in this game, the best tactic in the game is pushing people up in the air and swing kicking them off a building. You kill them in one shot and yet they quote unquote don't die. Like, well, you need- see, 
you see like a spider thing come in out of nowhere and kind of yes. like get them to a wall. Yeah. You're like, okay. We, we need to just get do away with that. Like at this point, here's one thing I'll say that I, I really like about the story in Spider-Man 2. Craven comes in. I'm not too thrilled on him as, as a villain. I know you love Craven. I know you I love, love Craven, Craven as a comic I love Craven. Villain. In this, his performance is uninspired. I think yeah. his presence is uninspired. Sure. Um, I think it 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 lends to a good mix of enemies because it's kind of this motley crew of people from all over the world, different accents, different languages. They get to tell each other stories about where they came from as you're like listening in on them in the stealth sections. Um, however, the the uh, 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 the fact that he as Craven is like flat out killing other villains, like uh, uh, Vulture it dies Vulture. in this. Yeah. Vulture just fucking dies. Uh, uh, a, a, bu- I'm, 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 a I bunch. A bunch of villains die in a this. Bunch of um, and that makes the stakes really, really high. The the thing is, is like I understand that what separates Craven from Spider Man is Spider Man won't kill, but I think morals and, ethics. morals and ethics, sure. But like that's just like a. a like a lie that we're all telling ourselves that super superheroes don't care. Why don't we just say, yeah, they do. And that's part of superheroes. And let's tell that story instead of this whole like good. Na- like, you know what I mean? Like, let's add yeah. some Nathan Drake to it. We know Nathan Drake is is killing thousands of people uh, for good reason, though. And he's on the good side because he needs to put these things in a museum. Well, I, I'd say there's only there's a, there's a few. Well, I, I would think there's only a few that say we do, I don't kill. And I think the problem is they're the two most popular. Batman yeah, and Spider-Man, Batman. Batman. Yeah, because like I'm even thinking of like Marvel. I'm like, well, no, I can't think of anyone that else doesn't kill because I've seen them kill people. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, um, I don't know. You know, I, I well, maybe, you know, Wolverine's killing people. <laughs> He's got fucking blades. That's his power. Insomnia can't get away from that one. I want to talk about that at the end, by the way. The yes, feature we, of Insomnia we definitely will. Is, yes. Um, um, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. You gotta you gotta feel really shitty being the security guard showing up to you know cover your you know daughter's braces or something like that and getting ripped in half by Venom, but like. <laughs> this is life this is life in the big city yeah um um what about what about story in general we talked about craven uh but minute to minute story are you finding yourself engaged in it uh is it is it getting a little stale on you what do you think no uh, no i'm a little bit further than you we just we kind of talked off camera just yeah, about uh, yeah. to make sure that we were where we were i'm a little further than you and i i find this story to be very interesting and really opens itself up really interestingly for a next game because uh we're getting into like the heavy hitting Spider-Man stuff. And I really think the biggest issue going into it or the biggest concern that you were going to have was that how are they going to negotiate Miles and Peter together? Like, yes. how are they going to negotiate? Who's going to get the lead? Who's going to get thing? I don't know. I felt like, you know, the main narrative or dri- driven plot is on Peter for sure. But I don't think that like shorts Miles at all. I think you feel like you play a lot of both of them and uh, and they both have their both emotional weight to carry and they both propel the story forward. I, I thought I thought it was a really good use of it, which could have been very tricky. Yeah, here, here's my thinking on it. I think the okay. story when it's good is fucking it's amazing. I, I can't wait for the next cutscene, And that's why those side missions that suck really irk me because I'm like, guys, there's good content here. I don't want to do this dumb stuff. Um, yeah. um the stories like like the idea of like the early on stuff of Harry and Peter just being best dudes, best friends is so great. And then it's when great. Harry when Harry discovers his powers and and Peter and Harry are kind of like figuring it out together, like show me a like give me a buddy like give me two seasons of television with just that. That was that was so much fun. I loved that great storyline. And then and especially as Peter and Harry become better friends, Miles getting kind of short to the side. It's a really cool dynamic. Like I really enjoyed that. 
Yeah, it's funny. And if you you've not played the game and you're listening to this, like I understand, like you just you got to be okay with us talking about the game. But if you've not played the game and you went, Harry Osborne's got powers. I let me tell you, they're not the ones you're thinking of. <laughs> yes, not, yeah, true. Not that one. <laughs> true. <laughs> you know? it, it was it was this big kind of uh, MacGuffin the whole time. I was like, it was it was an interesting take on on the Spider Man lore that that yeah. I, I wouldn't have expected. Um, no, they they do a couple of key changes um by the way i also just want to say before i defend myself here uh i really do love craven i think craven's a very interesting character for uh spider-man or superheroes in general just because mm-hmm. instead of vulture being like i am an evil old man you're like yeah. all right sounds good you know whatever i can fly and you're like all right um craven's just like uh yeah i'm bored and i just want to kill things <laughs> that are interesting and um best of luck timer started great. 15 minutes ago i think that, that is so phenomenal it sounds like a great like uh like one of those old dating videos that you make for yourself you're like hi i'm craven um i'm a little bored i just want to yes. kill some things you're like, what? this uh, is yes a lion's head uh i wear it around my <laughs> on my chest um you know and then you know and i only bring that up because if you don't think i'm excited for the aaron taylor johnson russell crowe craven the movie that is going to be coming out in a couple months I'm not. It's going to be bad. So just avoid that and just keep that in mind when remember me <laughs> telling you Craven is a good character and that's going to suck. suck yeah, I, I don't know. I saw the trailer and I was like, I hope it's good. I don't have much faith for it. Um, I think there is an interesting Craven story to tell. I don't think it's that one. Uh, uh, they also change it wildly, whatever. And it's like, yeah. I, I just, Russell Crowe will never endlessly make me laugh where he's just like <laughs> taking roles and going like, um, Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. That sounds that sounds good. I'll play like the dad, the dad. I'm like, what if he was like, um, well, he was kind of like a big fat guy though. And they're like, they're like, what do you think? And he, why do you think that? He goes, maybe he looks like a sandwich shop or something. I'm like, really? And he goes, I think I'm gonna get big and fat for this role. And they're like, I, I get, I, if that's how you see it. Goes, yeah, I think so. I think he'd be big and fat. They're like, uh, Russell, can you turn your camera on for a second? We, we just want to take a look at you. Covered just in mustard. <laughs> He's Brendan Fraser from The Whale, <laughs> yeah. jacking off the porn in the background. Oh, I guess man. every role now is just like, what if he was, go with me, you're big and fat. I think I'd be good. <laughs> like, we're thinking more of your Maximus uh, uh, physique. Can you get back uh, sure, to that? Sure, sure, That's sure. sure. But idea. what if That's Maximus owned a sandwich shop? Yeah. <laughs> what if Maximus ate another Maximus? <laughs> what about <laughs> Maximus, but like there's four X's in it and an L somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> He really puts a max and maximus, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, so, yes. Overall, I'm enjoying the the story. The gameplay swinging around feels fun. My, but overall, and this is where I want to get back to some of my critiques. Overall, okay, I am. I'm finding this game to feel a little bit more chory than I expected. In in the actual gameplay itself, now. The weirdest thing about that is typically what I find chory about an open world game is all of the nonsensical non-story stuff that's just there and seemingly filler. Filler. That's what I enjoy in this game. What I'm not enjoying in this game is the fact that every mission is accompanied by six fight sequences that are way too long. My my and and I'm I'm playing through these fight sequences. I'm like these mechanics are the same as they are in the Arkham games, and yet for some reason I'm really not enjoying them. And I I had oh. to rack my brain for 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 why that was. And I think it comes down to in Batman, a he's Batman. Batman fucking kicks ass. B in Spider Man, yeah, but cannot kill anyone. Yeah. Spider Man, the enemies are so spread out. Like the combat areas are 
are a hundred meters in circumference or something like that. And I think that's on purpose to keep him agile and floating around and swinging and give him space yeah, and all yeah, that. Yes, yes. But the problem is, is it makes the combat feel so much less chunky. A, because you're moving from like one guy to this guy to that guy to that guy. You don't even see who you're blocking or who's shooting you from off screen. You're just kind of flinging webs everywhere. It takes you way too long to kill a single enemy. And you can't target enemies. So what you should be doing is when there's an enemy who's 100 meters away from you with a gun that's targeting you, you should be able to just like target that person, yank his gun away or go straight to him. You really have to like angle the camera, somehow aim over everyone's head. And even then, if you press triangle to like bring yourself to them, you're going to have to get through like four or five enemies until the the camera decides to target them. It just feels a lot more clunky and a lot more... kind of like floaty and and less directed i think than i would have wanted it to be and what i remember it being in batman i'm just finding the combat is is incredibly boring to me for some reason and that's they've like tripled down on it i'm like every every combat scene has like you do it and then there's a there's another scene where a car comes in with a turret on it and a bunch of more enemies and then a helicopter and then and then defended yeah wash rinse repeat yeah yeah yeah, I, I see. It's so funny. I haven't noticed that with this game for a couple of reasons, but I will say to you, yes, by the end of Spider-Man one, I agreed with it. It was like, oh, here we go again. Another exact same shit. You know yes. what I mean? Like again. And I will say the first one game, I think is longer technically, but and they did a good job of paring that down a little bit um, because the second game is the one thing I was going to give it credit for was it's reduced the number of gizmos and gadgets. Yes. And yeah. which I think is a real Plus, because this is now the man, I'm glad we brought up power creep because eventually he was going to become Godzilla. <laughs> like he was yes. going to become yeah. like, well, how's anyone going to fucking stop Spider-Man? Um, and they've reduced a lot of that. And I think that's t- to their benefit, except for they've added the web grabber, which is so much fun smacking two people together. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I think, you know, I, I agree with you. I think the reducing of things and the reducing of uh, stealth missions in general has helped a, lar- a large part of it as well. Don't just be Spider-Man, man. Like Batman, let Batman be Batman. Like just yeah. go in there, you know, say something funny, kick some ass, tie some people together. That's totally fine. Uh, you know, I, I didn't find the repetition the same way, but I did at the first, at the end of the first game. So I can understand why you'd feel that way. Yeah. I'm finding in between missions and especially boss fights, like the, the three phase boss fights that are just like, like, you know, the boss fights are uninspired. It's, it's not dark souls and it's not even God of war, which I thought had some exciting boss fights. This just feels like a really watered down version. Um, uh, and then the stealth mechanics, it feels like, like, like I'll say this, the, the boss fights feel like insomniac trying to be uh, God of war. The stealth mechanics feels like insomniac trying to be Arkham. The, the, mm. the combat itself is, is trying to be more like uh like Assassin's Creed plus plus Arkham or something like that. The sure. thing that really scares me about this is Insomniac is so good sharks. at looking oh. sharks do scare me about this. King I know Shark they do. can That's show up thought- at any moment cross DC and Marvel. <laughs> King Shark shows up. Um, I just thought you were just bringing up fears in general. Sorry. Okay. The yeah. thing that scares me about this ghosts, but also the <laughs> Wouldn't that be such a good point? You're just like like these fights are so tiresome, but also one of my biggest fears sharks. Thank you. That's my time. The fights do whatever you want, but I am scared of sharks. 
I don't understand what's going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. Um, um, we are no, not talking about clowns enough. Okay. What scares, right, what scares me about it is, is Insomniac is so good at looking what all the other game companies are doing and fucking ignoring it and just making something that's fun. Like, like how Kojima makes mechanics, like Taylor makes them for his game in spite of what all the, the traditional like shorthands for game mechanics have been. Insomniac's so good at just making things fun, but this feels like them trying so desperately to be other games that it worries me. Are they now stuck in this cycle of we've got an amazing product and now we have to just continue to be that product instead of innovating like if spider-man 2 is is amazing for a lot of people awesome yes. have that but i'm really worried about what that does to a studio like them that's so used to being unique and innovative we already know what their next year or two or innovative. three are going to look like uh innovative innovative uh, with superhero games and and it's almost like getting uh, Marvelified or Disneyified. Is this happening to Insomniac? That scares the shit out of me. Well, it's so funny you say that because we ended up at the same point, but we got there in different ways. Because I that is what I was going to say about Insomniac in general. Because the next game is Wolverine, yes, and then they've got a couple other Marvel games that they have announced too, or or rumored and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And th my fear isn't that Spider Man Two wasn't great, and so they were going. I love Spider Man Two. I think it's really really good, and and I think I think for the most part people are kind of enjoying it. So take that for what it is but i agree with you that my fear is now they're tied to this 800 pound gorilla yeah. that will crush yep. them and it's they just like, and by sony no, like this is this is what they do now yeah this there's no winning now there's no yeah. winning like wolverine gets announced people lose their fucking minds but guess what when the gambit game is announced afterwards they're gonna be like oh yeah okay cool and then the next one you're like okay well all right that's fine uh kind of thing it just the bloom comes off the robes real real fast i will say you know i'm a creative hack i have no idea what i'm talking about and i suck but when you say a spider-man game i go okay swing through the city you know mary jane you know yep. tell stories They're like yeah i could figure that one out when they say a wolverine video game i have no idea and so i'm very curious what they're gonna do that's true it, it, it could be an entirely different experience and, and i hope that it is and and i'm I still have all the faith in the world that Insomniac's going to find a way to make it unique. And I, what I like about a Wolverine game is assuming that they don't do this, like one button to attack, one button to dodge. Uh, uh, L1 is a modifier on gadgets. Yes, R1 yes, is a modifier. Yes. As long as they don't do that, Assassin's Creed, uh, uh, Batman, Arkham kind of style of combat, yeah. and they do something different, I'm happy with it. But Jesus Christ, what if they do? What if that's what they do now? Are they the next Ubisoft? Are they are they just going to be pumping out these games that aren't aren't exciting anymore? That are still very well made, but start to feel very samey at their core. I know that 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 is my fear, and that, like I shouldn't, I can't throw that onto Spider Man Two and go like, well, that's your fault now. Like I don't like you anymore. And you're like, no, you made a good game that you know seemingly is going to sell very well and 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 people seem to like. I do, but it does give me a little bit of dread for the future i don't know maybe set low expectations you know who knows yeah. what's going to happen we're like the, the, uh we're recording this before the uh before the weekend and the this is the weekend where the marvels come out oh and yeah yeah, 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 for yeah all we've heard for years is going that is gonna suck by the way they're like <laughs> it is a disaster they're reshot it four times blah 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 blah, blah. the tracking all this money because we 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 allocate money and quality all the time together it's not going to do very well and now the reviews come out they're like you know what it's really not that bad and you're like you know what just lower every expectation ever in That's my true. mind and so Honestly, i can walk out the happiest man in the world 
that's it. But it, it scares me to think of of Insomniac being that. You know, like Fair they enough. are. They have always been my favorite developer. Ratchet and Clank is one of my favorite franchises, if not my favorite franchise of all time. You know, Resistance gets a gets a lot of flack sometimes for some missteps that they took. But you know, a World War II shooter with aliens where each of the guns feel wildly different. Like mm-hmm. they're really good at what they do, and and I just hope that they're allowed to remain. You know, at least if it's not if it's not Marvel, maybe they've expanded so much that they can take on other projects. But then are they still the same Insomniac? I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say, when is when have we found that to be successful among video game companies? Yeah, you know true. what I mean? Like, especially even more than uh, movie studios or TV or things like that. Video game, they just get swallowed by these things because we know they take like five years to make and and they just get eaten up by these things. So I just don't want to see it happen to such a good studio that has had such good successes in the past and just made another good game, you know? Yeah. And I feel like one of the ways that they're trying to maintain their insomniac identity within Spider-Man 2 is the number of different weird mini games and like almost yeah. side things that you can do, like uh, uh, isolating proteins or whatever to figure out chemical things is like this weird mini game where you have to cut off different like bad elements of a, a genome or something. But there There's, was a version of that in the first one. It was they, just a little They've always different. inserted some of these things as well. Yeah. They, yeah. they also they also have uh, a very common like holding the the dual sense triggers down to different depths and holding it for a little while yeah. uh the yeah. prowler missions incorporate all these different t- uh, techniques and movement things the time speed ones yes exactly and and yeah. the, the problem is i feel like none of them are very well realized and it's mm. all kind of insomniac being like here's some variety but the variety isn't fun and that's my thing about open world games where i'm like just because i can do something doesn't mean i want to and i'm getting a bit of a sense of that and i don't want to like rain on everyone's parade but i'm like do i want to be like never make me a fucking spider bot in these games never make me a spider bot i'm spider-man and now i have to be a little machine (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. it's it's so but like that just feels like like i'm crawling through vents and like propelling myself and and stealth missioning is like it just it's boring i don't want to do it never make me mj also never i, like, I know i know i know I, and it's it's this is not a it's it, but it, but they don't have to, they shouldn't be in the game <laughs> <laughs> um no it's it, it's 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 like that it sucks because you make that argument and you're all you're all of a sudden looped in with people who are making it for the wrong reasons but like <laughs> you're like not like him <laughs> yeah not like him i'm spider-man yeah. who's struggling to beat a a a hunter and then mj is like just laying waste to them with a taser and i'm like so Taser's are they what are we doing here guys i don't know you know again nitpicks and i know a lot of people love the variety because you know either yes. they enjoy it or it's a palate cleanse or anything so i don't want to be the uh um the 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 one that's kind of like like the stick in the mud but yeah i'm struggling with the game a bit i, I i'm not liking it as much as i thought i would it's still fit it's an unbelievable game but i do find myself less excited to pick it up and less excited to play it for stints of longer than like 40 50 minutes or something that's interesting. No, I, yeah, I, 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 I am, it's a big time suck for me, but one that I enjoy being in. So I, you know, I totally understand that. I, I, I wonder though, you know, I wonder, is this your open world thing again? I don't know. It could be. It honestly, it, it honestly could be, could be because yeah. it, not to throw I all think, your criticisms away or anything. You know what I mean? I'm just saying like, oh, just interesting. It, I, I think, I think the, the problem is, is that it's not that I hate all open world games. It's that I hate the things that most open world games do to make themselves feel more full. And they're, they're kind of the cliches. Yeah. yeah, to fill the time. And and it's things that I notice Spider-Man doing that I'm like, hmm. Like, Spider-Man could be a, like, six hours shorter if the combat was tighter 
more difficult in spurts and didn't involve 27 enemies and were instead just focused on like what but it's that power creep thing and they, they can't pull back on the reins i i don't know um let me let's 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 leave that for a little bit and let's get into a couple questions that i prepared andrew um similar to what we did when we talked okay. about super mario super mario wonder um oh. i want to ask you these two questions uh this okay. game feels best when this feel this game feels best when i am swinging through the streets of new york city i i you know i know we already kind of spoke it yeah we already spoke about it i i don't think it i don't think because you are spider-man it's it's so funny where it's like you know we've all gotten the feeling of being someone very powerful in video games our whole life while you uh you know you know break 20 people's necks and stuff like that like that's (laughs) something that you're very comfortable doing and whatever but the things that you're not used to doing is the banal stuff is like the everyday normal stuff and I think that's the stuff that would be so interesting. And so just being able to get a new perspective of a city we're all pretty familiar with is really, really cool. Yep, I agree. That's that's my that's exactly my answer as well. And I, I think, you know, when I think about being Spider-Man as a kid, when I used to imagine it, I was never imagining beating up bad guys. I was imagining swinging through the streets of, of yes. New York City. And and that's that would be fun to me. Or maybe wrapping myself around the CN Tower because I'm a little Toronto boy. Ooh boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we need a we need a, we need a Canadian Spider Man. We have a we have a Captain Canada. We don't have a Canadian Spider Man though. Oh, damn. Uh, how about mm. this, Andrew? This game feels worse when it feels worse when. Okay, you know what? When the camera cuts to that very specific uh, angle that it does, and I can see nine guys kind of going like, "Oh yeah, come on, Spider Man!" And you're like, oh, "Another <laughs> one of these. Another one That's of great. these. Another yeah, another like, generic it, combat moment." Oh God, I, I will say like, I, I think, like I said earlier, I think the voice acting and some of the, the, uh, the, the amazing amount of voice lines that they use, uh, yeah. are really impressive considering the size of the city, but it is funny that there is like lunkhead number three that's going like, Hey, spider guy, I'm going to break your face. <laughs> and you're like, all you've done is just get all you, you got hired recently because he killed the guy that was in your spot that's earlier. It. Like, that's it. I just, i never, it never ceases to make me laugh that t- somebody's yeah. like, Batman, I already he's not even that tough. You're like, are you out of your mind? Okay, whatever. Who did you hear that from? A guy in a hospital? Like, what are we talking about <laughs> yeah, here? Exactly. Um, um, yeah, my my this feels worst when is when I'm on the second of three phases of a boss fight. When I know that yeah. I still have another yeah. phase before this and I know it's gonna happen and I just have to deal with whatever this portion is before I reach the end of the boss fight. That's when it feels worse for me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Um, so here's, here's one that I want to ask specifically because we played it so close to, and in fact, kind of side by side with, in my case, uh, Super Mario Wonder. Um, what are some of the biggest things you notice when playing these two games so close together? Uh, uh, either, uh, uh, what made them different, similar things that you would have liked in one game because of what you experienced in another, that sort of thing. Yeah, it's funny playing them next to each other because they could not be more opposite. Um, yeah. You know, I guess I guess it could have been more opposite if I was playing whatever uh, cyberpunk or something like that, like dark, gritty, violent game next to Mario. That would be something where you're like, oh, yeah, that's very different. But this being the big, huge, expansive uh, open world uh, next to a bright and colorful and cute uh, 2D side scrolling, it really does give you whiplash a little bit. I, I think they're both beautiful in their own right for different reasons. But it is funny that. You know, at the end of the day, we started playing video games with simplicity, and it's mm-hmm. funny that simplicity can still have such a draw on us. Um, yeah. But I play them very different ways, and I think that's the thing that I noticed the difference between them. I play Mario in these these thirty minute bits where I go, "That was a lot of fun," and I put it down. Whereas like Spider Man, I'm like, it's like one forty five, and I'm like, 
Oh, what happened? Where's that? Where's that? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, am I yeah, looking yeah, for yeah. backpacks? Is that number one? Oh my God. Yes. What am I doing? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You kind of wake up and you're surrounded by like buzz cola cans or something like that. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. That that's, that's a great way to put it. I think, I think in terms of differences from my perspective, um, I think Mario is, and what Nintendo does well is they kind of know what it is to make like video game fun distilled to its most basic essence. Yes strip away everything what is fun and and whimsical about playing a video game uh and because of that because of the simplicity everything is intuitive in spider-man nothing is intuitive you can't just pick up the controller if you've never played games and know what to do whereas i could put the controller for mario in someone's hand who's never played games and they will figure out how to play it and they will ramp up That's with true. how the game expects you to ramp it up granted you know like i said mario is way more simplistic but if I put Spider-Man down for a few days, I have to re-remember how to play the game in some in some points. I have to like readjust to the combat. Mario is like innate. It's like the knowledge of how to play Mario is like a human instinct. It's it was the first instinct we had when we play video games and I feel like anyone can pick it up and play. So it's interesting playing two things that are on such opposite sides of the spectrum for that. I, I, they really are opposite side of the spectrum, not on quality, but just on, on almost every other aspect. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it is tough. Cause I, I think Mario in its simplicity made me realize again, you know, and this is just a, a self-discovery that, that is ongoing. I am so much more aware of, uh, uh, the fact that I prefer simplicity in games. I like cocoon mm -hmm. is a better experience in my mind than Spider-Man Two. even though they wow. set out to do wildly different things. I think that there is a much more clear goal and it doesn't play games with what it's asking you to do. It's just sets out, sets you out on a path and then you go do it. Maybe that has something to do with linearity. I don't know. Uh, but that's just my personal preference. And, uh, and with that, Maybe we get into our personal preferences of the game, Andrew. Uh, do you want to give uh, Spider-Man 2 a score out of four bits based on your experience playing it? Yeah, I, th yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, this one this one gets the tough stamp of approval because this this is really tough. I I loved it. I love it. And for me, this is absolutely afforded for. But yeah. if I had to give this an objective score... Uh, separate from me, I'd probably give it three and a half out of four. Not that it did anything majorly wrong, but like, I am such a mark for this shit that this is yeah. like, this could be such a big turd and I'd be like, I love it. It's great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but I would say to an average goer, a three and a half out of four, it's a very, very good game that you're going to get sure. a lot out of and a lot of time and more than anything, as games get more expensive, this is absolutely worth your investment. There is so mm -hmm. much time to be put into this game. There's no way you're going to walk away 50 hours later and go like, I don't know. You're yeah. like, I don't know if that's worth seventy dollars uh, in Canada. So, like, I I think this is this is great. It's got some stuff that's kind of repetitive. Uh, it's got some stuff that we've seen before, but inside the trappings of a New York City with the two Spider Man with their two different stories, I think it's absolutely worth the wait. And and it was really just a lot of fun to play. Yeah, I I think a three and a half is fair. I think a four would be fair as well. I'm actually gonna do slightly less i'm i'm giving this one a three out of four and and i know wow. that that's low but but i i think it's just because insomniac has now entered a a style of game that is very well trodden everything or or a lot of what they've done in this game has been done in other games and granted they do it very very well but as a result it just kind of feels very samey uh, i feel like i played this game before and i, I don't want to be this guy but 
this game, as great as it looks and as great as it feels, does feel and look very similar to what we had in Spider-Man uh, Miles Morales on the PS5. It is a very similar game. There's an argument to be made that it's kind of just more of the same and not that we want, you know, a wild change to the formula or anything like that, but it just as a result feels less special to me. Um, still loving my time with it, but it isn't it isn't special in the way that I I I would award it if it took some bigger swings. I think it's just okay. playing it safe, but it's playing Swing. safeness very well. And I know that sounds almost opposite of what I said about Mario, where they they know what they want to do and they set it out and they do it really well. But I think they overcomplicate it more than Mario does. And I think in in trying to 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 just kind of play it safe and yet give you a little bit of feeling of difference uh, from the genre, I think they've kind of missed the ball a little bit. I don't know. Oh, that's so interesting. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, you know, uh, that, that is totally fine. You know, a three out of four is 75%. And that's close to an eight out of nine, eight out of 10 that IGN yeah. gave it to. So like, it's not like out of the realm of craziness, but it is definitely lower than, uh, than, than most people are giving in, you know, but you're, you're that brave reviewer that I'm, will do that. I am brave. I am brave. And to be fair, if we were rating it out of 10, my score would look a lot different. And it's the same thing as Mario, like Mario Wonder got the four out of four. It would, yeah, it would be a seven, <laughs> lower. A, a 6.9, baby. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it would be a different score, but that's where we stand. Uh, again, I, this is a very strong three out of four. I will say that. And if you like these types of games, it's going to rank higher for you. But I just think that it's important that some people talk about how about what this game gets wrong in in being what it is which is which is a relatively safe open world game see it's so funny where this game this is you know we've already gone long enough we don't need to have a 30 minute conversation about this but like i think we can save it for a future conversation whereas i think this uh game puts the spider-man franchise above the rocksteady arkham franchise for me oh uh, man that is a that is a uh 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 an episode in and of itself uh, because yeah. i would love to have that debate i feel so strongly the opposite of that that, that just, that's what that's what's making this game hard for me to play i just remember the batmobile Oof. It's um, weird because i liked the batmobile like that's oh my I, I know i know not everyone did but some of us do and and for me it was like it was just a good palate cleanse i, I but actually you don't like the driving in gta right i do like the driving in gta Oh, so a man of class, I see. Okay, well, never mind. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think we can have a franchise battle episode one day soon because uh, yeah. that would be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, those are our scores. You know, we'd love to know what you thought of the Spider-Man 2. Obviously, we are not getting too much about the endings here. As we get closer to it, I'm sure we'll talk more about it in future episodes and our thoughts on the story as it comes cl- comes to a close. Same for the say, uh, same for uh, Super Mario Wonder as well. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But uh, until then, can't wait to talk to you soon. We love every single one of you. And once again, we cannot wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Baskin, and with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself, Mikey Aaronworth. See, you change one thing and the whole thing changes. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. That Spider-Man's a menace! Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Jennifer won't remember her quinceanera 